Welcome, everyone. This is Mac on the Rock, WSQF 94.5, Blink Radio, Keep us game with our second sh- second show with a slate. No to bombs. That's what we'd call it. <laughs> Today, you know, instead of it's, instead of bomb, 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 Moran, it's bomb, 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 bomb the go bonds. <laughs> Mr. Chappelle, how are you today? How are you, Jennifer? Couldn't be better. And we have the guest of honor. The mystery guest. I don't know if she's James Madison or George Washington because there were no females on the founding. There weren't. The, this is the founding mother of Key Biscayne, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. Betty Sim. How are you, Betty? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's really cool. We've come a long way as a city since the, its founding. We now have a voice to the mainland. On WSQF 94.5. <laughs> okay, so I atte- I didn't attend. I watched the condo president's board a meeting, and I was very impressed with Ignacio. Yeah. He seemed like he had, uh, I believe, David Winker's article uh, about the the fallacies behind the bond. And when we call it a blank check, we all believe it to be a blank check. They claim that it's not a blank check, when, but when you think about it, you don't have to go back to the voters. You just come up with an idea and spend whatever percentage of that $100 million if the, if the people were to vote on it. Don't you believe that's so, Betty? Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. it is a blank check. Yeah, no question. I mean, you ask the professionals, the people that are in the business, the bankers, they cannot believe that a government would ask the taxpayers to vote on something like this not knowing what the projects are. I mean, it, is, just, it is absurd. It's It just doesn't make any sense at all. And not even knowing who's going to vote on it. And, uh, Absolutely. And who's going to pay for it later? Because you might be living here on the key today, but you might not be paying this debt. Uh, uh, residents that moves here 10 years from now could be on the hook and you could have moved. Absolutely. I, in fact, I'm seeing now because my house is for sale on South Mashta. <coughs> what a plug that was. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm noticing that a lot of big executives are leaving and a lot of big executives are buying these big executives properties. So if if that's what's behind this, that they believe that we're going to be this incredibly appraised, increased appraised value community, that we should do this now, I beg to differ. What do you think, Mr. Chappelle? Well, I that was my primary motivator for running for office in the first place. I know I've been around the key for 20 years and um, stayed away from all the, you know, the hoodabaloo of a village council, but this bond, this wonderful bond that turned up one day. That way you guys don't have to move the cameras around, the microphone around you, just keep on talking. I saw, and I was, frankly, I was uh, well-schooled by my colleague, Miss Allegra and Miss Conway, my colleagues. Did they use uh <laughs> They, they educated We've got to know when they're going to be on the council, they're going to come with a walking stick. Oh, I, you know, I had a lot, walking a lot to learn about. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but you don't, you don't have children, correct? No, I don't. And you're already at the baseball bat? No, I, I, I grew up with the wooden spoon. Well, I, I grew up with a pump. And my, and my mom could throw it across the house, back of the head, as I... As I turned into the hallway, three wow. o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning, no lights on. Why are you home so late? <laughs> and remember, you know, the, the pump is like a boomerang; it flies, exactly. and she can do it right from standing position in pajamas. Bam! So hey, you know, you can bring that to the council. It's about time. So the bond really was my the reason that I'm running. I'd like to make sure that we do things correctly in the proper order with the proper uh, best practices in place for uh, municipal government. And uh, oh, it's it's been a, an interesting ride, to say the least, my first venture in politics, and it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've had um, a lot to learn and a lot to um, share with wonderful people. That's very cool. And you also I, I have a few moments of tolerance as well. Exactly. Because <laughs> it's in politics, um, the reason why I really wouldn't be uh, successful at getting into the fray, uh, too reactionary. Um, there's a lot of stuff you just got to let pass under the bridge. And if you don't have the discipline to do it, you can find yourself like uh, Tancredo. Remember Tancredo, that congressman? 
I remember in my 20s, I couldn't believe the things that were coming out of his mouth. He was reacting to every piece of criticism out there. And guess what? You just sound like a reactionary, like a freak. And people are entertained by it, but not necessarily will vote for you. I'm very proud of the way we've conducted our campaign. We've not um, resorted to any kind of personal attacks at any time. Even when you see him on the chats? I don't. You don't? I, I stay out of the fray purposely. And um, it's. I have had a couple of times being attacked and, uh, you know, with excess on my chest and things like that. But um, by and large, it's been a, a, a well-managed campaign from our the slate. We've, we've been disciplined. Do you, you all, do you all uh, worry that you might be single-issue candidates? Or is there other issues you're touching upon? No, we're, we're um, multi-issue. We, we're very uh, aware of the different needs of Kibiscane, the different um, proposed projects for the for the future. Do you find do you find I'm gonna ask this question to Jennifer, do you find that the condo dwellers are also against this bond as well as the homeowners? Because the homeowners might not be so against the bond because they in some imaginary way think they're gonna get some playing fields or something, you know? No, I think uh, that both there is Folks in the condos and folks in the homes. I'm assuming you live in a condo, or I live in a condo. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, who are for and against the bond? So I think it's a good mix. Um, again, I think now uh, the village is backing into what they're going to do, and now they have again risen from the dead. The undergrounding issue, which again, you know, we came out of committee with this. And there was an equitable solution with uh, the special assessment. Let the audience know specifically the committee. It was the underground committee. Okay. And, they and you were a member of it. No, no, no. I was not, but Ignacio Cigarola was. I believe Mike Davey was. Yes. They hired experts. They spent about a half a million dollars doing it. And I believe Betty can attest to the fact that they tried this. Uh, I believe Betty Easton sat on that board uh, about 15 years ago. <laughs> and it was like four, it was $4 million to underground utilities. And everybody balked and thought it was too expensive. Now it's twenty. Uh-huh. Uh, am I correct or was that a... I'm not sure. I really or don't know. was that know, a but... Vision 2020 or something? That, no, he was He was definitely, I think, chairman of the Vision 2020. Okay, so, so I'm, confu- maybe... I'm confusing the event. I'm confusing the, the, the committees. But I believe on the ground they came up in the Vision 2020. Well, I think it's certainly something that people definitely want. I, I mean... Yeah, we've got to have it. I think what's amazing <laughs> is that I'm willing to admit that a uh, general obligation bond is the correct method to fund underground Absolutely. utilities. But come on, just come out with the, that one idea and leave the others for some other day. Because condos, for many years, wanted to obstruct houses because we're less, they're more, tax, you know, bigger percent of the taxes. But man, like I said, the first time you guys came, the commerce is on the damn house side. So we're all in this together no matter what. The commerce is on this side. It's on the west side. I think we rise we're and fall sitting together. In a con- we're sitting in a commerce right now. So the condo people have to understand that their commerce is on the west side of Key Biscayne. Therefore, it's obvious that we're in this together. And they but, have agreed, but, by the way. But leadership on, <clears throat> excuse me, leadership on the island has not even attempted to communicate, let alone unify the various segments of the of, of, of the island. Because of the blank check. See, they, they, they themselves shot themselves in the foot by creating suspicion among us by just not uh, acknowledging the, the, G, the GO is the way to go on a specific project. Why they did the blanket 100 million is beyond me other than the fact that they're probably on the left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. So, uh, so well, Betty, Betty you, you've been around long enough to kind of give us a feel of the metamorphosis of this uh do you of the bond or of us talking about moving our whole village forward because you know infrastructure has been around in our heads since the beginning of this i mean we've always had a problem i've always been obsessed with curb cuts i find nobody interested in curb cuts uh my brother lives in bay uh in bay point over there by where channel 10 used to be and you go into bay point and everybody's got a curb cut and, they, and it's so clean, the neighborhood. And guess what? When the rains, the water gravitates to the curb cut into the drains, and there's no flooding. Now, they're not an island. You know, they're on the mainland, so I don't know if that would hold true here. But for for us not to even have that sense that we should all be curb cutted here on the house side, 
uh, it's kind of bizarre because it also facilitates the need to not have to have sidewalks everywhere. It does create a little buffer for someone to go down a curb cut instead of, you know, a sidewalk on a 7,500 square foot lot, which you can't remove someone who stands on the sidewalk, you know. Well, I go back so far because I remember before we even had the first stormwater project, you see the kids out in their canoes going up and down the streets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my kids, the, they went out. Water, water skiing behind the golf cart. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> no, she's, go, she's, she's actually talking about the good old days. When, I'm, I'm the real good old days. Yeah, like, when your kids and Mike and me were, were playing. Jeeps, not, no, no golf carts. Yeah, Jeeps, in the back, Jeeps. we were waterboarding <laughs> and hydro sliding behind we're, cars. Right, right. And the little tadpoles would grow and the little yeah. frogs would grow. <laughs> it was a nature study, you know, yeah. right in the front swales. It was, yeah. it, it was something else. It was fun, actually. <laughs> the kids loved it's, it. Uh, why do you think we failed to not bring the electricity underground all these years? Because, my God, we're paying arm and a leg now. Well, first of all, we weren't incorporated. I mean, now we've been 30 years. Maybe it should, obviously should have been addressed. But it is very expensive. So it's not something that you just... Yeah, but if $4 million but, was too expensive, and now we're at twenty. Well, we wait again, it'll be six. No, no, no. I don't, I don't want to wait. I, I don't want to wait. I, and, and I think we're one island. You know, we're one island. We, we have to come together, and we have to figure out a way, you know, to pay for it. I mean, well, the condos have admitted recently in a in a meeting I attended as a resident. I stayed quiet for the first time in my life. I didn't say anything, <laughs> and they agreed by admitting that they wanted the village to uh, clean their uh, storm uh, storm storm water drainage. Right, the drain and the deep wells. Right, and the village agreed that yeah, we should if you give us access. The whole conversation was about private access to private roads inside condo gated communities and uh i i really don't condos are not really gated communities mm. but you know what i mean uh key colony and ocean club would be really hampered by some of the stuff the county wanted of them in terms of mitigations of using rainwater uh water rainwater collected by the county used for irrigation so the conversation started there and that led into what was really the topic of the day which was Will you keep us gain, you know, pay for our, you know, draining of our uh, catch basins and deep wells? So I dined to stand up and say, well, I don't live in the condos, but now you're admitting that we are in this together. Please remember when we go underground with the utilities that you guys don't, you know, if we come up with a election for something like this, you guys don't reject us and you're a lot more than we are. So we're what, like 1,200 and, no, 1,506 homes, 1,240 something homes, something like that. About, yeah. And there's over 5,000. So, Jennifer, it's now it's you've got the center court. Uh, since you live in a condo, you understand that the village is more than, more than happy, and I guess the houses are more than happy to, you know, make sure that you guys, your, your drain fields and your deep water wells cleaned out so that, hey, so the water leaves the island when it rains here or when it starts flooding. What, uh, what are you going to propose when you're on council that we go straight to underground or you straight to stormwater or? Well, I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily fair, too, that the village is paying for private property to clean the storm drains. Mm -hmm. I wasn't privy to that, you know, that conversation and that negotiation. What I will say as a community, we rise and fall together. It is ridiculous that any home is losing power you know, absent a hurricane. So that shouldn't be happening. These issues need to be addressed. And I really I really believe that the special assessment is the best method for undergrounding. We paid a half a million dollars to, to find out that answer. So let's execute it. And I don't know why it died two years ago. I think that, you know, if there's equity and people feel like this is fair, they'll go for it. I don't I don't see how they're related. So that's different than going go bond. That means that means going revenue bond. Yeah. Or not bond at all. But that means going special assessment. In other words, uh, and not even. Not, well, I think the I think the homeowners don't really like that idea because it it could get high. And it, get, could, it could get high for the non-citizens if they don't have homestead. Right. So, so does it really change if you have homestead? Yes. Or no? It's tremendously. So what it does is it gives an equitable equitable solution to non-citizens, people that just moved here. So I, I mean, we paid half a million dollars to get this answer you mean the study itself the study itself <laughs> the, the the math itself so and i think the committee agreed this was the most fair method so why are we not executing it why i think it i think uh i think that's going to be very controversial what do you think because it might be logical 
it might sound fair, but just the price tag is going to be high because the condos won't be pitching in at all. No, they will. They will. Why? You all don't need underground. You guys already have it. But if the, the prices of the houses rise, the prices of the condos will rise. Why do we have to? Oh, have the this quality of life. You mean the quality of the real estate no, in general? The quality of the real estate in general. And, and no yeah, one's see that, about that 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 is hard for people to fathom right away. Of course, immediate people well, want immediate solutions to immediate problems, and there's nothing more immediate than electricity. But as as bad as they want the electricity, I don't think they want the twenty five hundred dollar assessment that you, yeah, you're dividing a number by a small number. Think that number is good. Four million divided by what? Fifteen hundred homes. That's a lot of money. Think of the math behind the bond. Yeah, but the whole, but the the assessment goes down per residence. Therefore, it's yeah. You guys end up paying more, not you because you live in a home. The condo people end up paying into something, which is why I I preface this show with that commerce is on this side because I knew that you guys don't really benefit from underground when you have it already. I think we. But do. you don't want your Win Dixie blacked out either. No, you should I see what I the hardware's like without a, electricity. <laughs> I think we. My do employees benefit. using a calculator and not doing inventory. You just bring stuff from the from the aisles, <laughs> and I and, and with a flashlight and going like that with a calculator, and the hell with my inventory. I need to give you the product right. And then you should see the mess that comes after the storm. So whatever people think that a hardware store makes, this is a rabbit hole moment. <laughs> uh, whatever people think how much we make because the storm came, especially if, a, if you buy a lot of stuff from me, but the storm never comes and you think I get really rich, I don't because I'm shut down for a, a whole week where there's nobody on the key. There is no electricity. I'm not even on the island. I'm wherever I escape to to save my butt because you know that ocean's on South Mash is coming into my house. Uh, Can I just take a quick detour? I have to say, you're the only game in town in terms of a hardware store, and I think your prices are so fair. So I want to thank you for Whoa, that. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. I, got a, I got a standing ovation. Wait a second. Okay. <laughs> a moment in time. The moment in time. <laughs> That's my standing ovation. You have everything. It's amazing. I don't know how you do it. I'll give you a great story. Lisa Conway has arrived. Good evening. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Okay, so yeah, slide the microphone so you yeah. both stay close I'll, together. I'll share with her. Yeah, you two stay together. Take off your mask oh, so we wait. can hear you. And you and your headphones there. Yours is yours this comes is in nice. stereo too. Um, she's preparing us for coming in. You know, cameo to the council. <laughs> Hello. Oh, look at that. Oh, my God. You just wore a Trump hairdo. I just saw a Trump hairdo. <laughs> you just showed me a Trump right there. You gave me a Trump for a moment Trump, there. New York, baby. New York's Who in can, the house. I saw it. Conway's in the house. Conway's in the house. Off and the curb. That, yeah, that has, like, that has like a pun to it. Get it, Conway? Joe Biden, get it, Conway? Oh, no, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Buddy, buddy. So welcome, Luisa. Let's get her opinion on that financing method without... Okay, so here's a here's a controversy that is already predictable because the audience has already uh, made mention of this. I've made mention of it. It's pretty obvious to us that for the, to avoid the, the, the controversy between houses and condos, which is pretty well established that the, the condos are bigger, 54% of the tax base, a lot more units, obviously more firepower at the voting booth. Uh, and I pointed out as I did in the first time you guys came, that the the condo people have got to realize that the house people, as much as they want electricity under the ground, they're not too thrilled about what Jennifer suggested from the study, that it be special assessment because the number is going to be high, as opposed to everybody sharing in this, all the residences, and the number per home will be lower, and the condos benefit in one way, one way only. Commerce is on this side of the island, on the house side of the island. We're sitting in one of the commerces right now as we speak. So well, how do you feel about that? Okay, so it's really well documented how I feel about this. But no, the it, audience, it is. remember the audience is sitting in the car. They've never even, they've never even seen you or heard you before in your life. I'm really shocked <laughs> with the ads that I've taken out in the Islander. Anyway... Um, when it comes to this, I actually agree with the task force recommendation. So for you're with Jennifer on this one, special, special assessment. And there's a reason for it, too. It's not that anybody's abdicating their responsibility and commitment to the island. It's called equity. 
So if for over there's 5,750 units, condo units on the island, over 4,700 or something are, are undergrounded. I mean, directly undergrounded. Yeah, so you shouldn't have to pay the special assessment. However, we do pay, actually. What we get is we get a credit. It's called, I think it's called RPUs. We get this credit. If you look, if they look at the study, it actually explains it. But you get a credit for being undergrounded. So it's not that you don't pay. You just maybe not pay as much as someone that isn't undergrounded. But you're helping them. Instead of not helping them at all, you're actually going to help out. And some of the reason for that is just for some of the points that you just made. Okay, wait, wait, but if I'm confused, uh, there's probably people out there as confused as well. Mm -hmm. When you get this credit, how are you helping? You can you can lay in there too. Oh, I'm sorry. So, you don't have to lean into the microphone. You can just talk. We just received a message from a, uh, a listener that they can't hear us on the on their computer for some reason. Uh, did they buy their speakers on Radio Shack? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, keep on talking because it could. It, I'm going to go in the back office here. They're not. They can't hear us on the computer. Okay, no, it might we be had true. A power hit oh, that's we had a power hit today. Yes. So my bag, hey, Mac on the Rock is Mac on the Pebble right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm very sorry because, yeah, I remember there was a power outage today for like 20 seconds. So, yeah, the, the, the live stream may be down. Well, continue talking among yourselves. Uh, throw, throw water at each other. Do something. Okay, here we go. It could be that the live stream is down. Let's find out in a moment here. And the live stream was down. And can that person confirm that they can hear us now? Because I remember I was in the middle of an email, very infuriating, that the condo people won't pay for my electricity to put it under the ground because my email was shot. And when I rewrote it, it wasn't as good as the first time. <laughs> and the power went out while I was writing a, an email. My computer went down. And, um, you know, you, you save your computer with your search protectors and all, but it still goes down. And I go boot back up. That email's not even sent. It wasn't finished. It's now fade to black. Starting again. And since I have 55-year-old senior moment with a couple strokes, I could never write that email again. And uh, I wrote a much more uh, email. And I sent a generic kind of thing, but I didn't have my mojo. And only, <laughs> and, and only like, what's really sad is only like 40 seconds had passed by and my brain went, bzz, bzz, blink, blink once, I said it, blink twice, you missed it here on 94.5. So back to... So I gather that two out of the three in the slate, I, or, or are you pitching in two that it should be special assessment, not a go, a go bond, just for the underground? Because people are, what they're asking right now is, if all three of you were on the council, how are you going to react to this? I'm, I'm with the idea that we got a recommendation based on facts and reviewing that study. It turns out to be that uh, special assessment is the way to go. That's the way I would go. Okay, so you you wouldn't be follow worried. The, follow the science. Yeah, but the, at twenty million bucks, you're looking at probably twenty five hundred dollars per house per yeah. thousand. Have you have you run the numbers on a hundred million dollar bond? No, no, no. That's uh, not confused. That's not confused. Confu we're already assuming the conversation starts with a site specific asking of go bond, meaning you guys are shooting down this hundred million right off the gap. I'm also praying that the that the community. Is shooting down the hundred million dollars, and now we're, we're going to the process, Manny. We're shooting down the process, right. like you said. This is the right funding mechanism, but we're shooting down the process. We cannot compare this to Miami Beach. It was done uh, during a pandemic, uh, and they didn't do it the way that people here on the key were suggesting they did it. They didn't. No, no. There's educated people. They had like ninety projects that they reduced down to seventy-seven. That's how Miami Beach did it. So I think as residents and educated people or any person. We deserve dignity, we deserve respect, and they need to come back and do it better. And whether it's me or someone else on this council, it has to be done. No, it, whoops, no. I didn't do it, I promise. No, that was, that's that what <laughs> just happened. <laughs> Guys, live, live, it just happened here in the studio. For those listening in your car or in your home, the power just went out here. There's a surge protector for the entire building. There's a bunch of surge protectors inside this studio. And the live stream is down again. <laughs> okay, it, it really is amazing. I now, really just wanted to say about Miami Beach. They started a full year ahead of the vote, and they started and they they established a citizens group, and they did begin with like ninety six projects, which they vetted down to I think fifty seven. 
But each of those projects, they completely vetted, they had a timeline, they knew the cost, then they started meeting with groups of residents, and they, all the residents thoroughly understood what the projects were. That's why, you know, the, the secret to good government is process. <laughs> we, just, we were just talking about that earlier, that you have to have process. And, for, and, and respect the process. And respect and really follow the process. So that when it came time for the vote, I think they won by, what, 70% the vote because the residents understood. And it is, truthfully, an insult to Key Biscayne. I mean, as there from the beginning, I want our government to be the best. I want us to have the processes that we should have in place and respect for the taxpayers. And what has happened here is just, to me, completely unacceptable. And there's no reason we can't have another go bond vote, vote on the individual exactly. projects. And that, to me, is the answer. And I'm really hoping that, that our taxpayers do reject this and demand from our council better process and better government. Because I think you'll have a lot more support. Uh, go anyway, go go, go ahead, because I have more to say, but I'll do it later. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to, to me, so I'm going to take a little different tack. So, one of the things in the island that you hear a lot about is this lack of unity, you know, between East and West. And, okay. and I'm going to. I'm going to stop you right here, right now, know, because uh, you just came in late. But <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to let me leave it down. No, I'm just saying that. I'm saying I was that the campaigning. <laughs> Thank you okay. for all the beeps. Time out. You gave me a perfect uh, segue to explain what I have been talking about before you arrived. The controversy in, in Key Biscayne is specifically this point. The houses mm -hmm. don't like special assessment. Mm -hmm. They want you all to pay for it. And I'm giving you the reason why they want you all to pay no, for it. I, I know what the reason is. It's too damn high. The rent's too damn high, like the guy from New York. But... I'm giving you the reasoning behind uh, kind of like a fake move from a person who lives in a home. The commerce is on this side. Therefore, help us. Because you guys don't want a blackout hardware store, CVS, Winn-Dixie, SunTrust Banks, Wells Fargo's bank. And I know that is a logical reason why condo people should chip in. It lowers the number, period. You guys end up paying more than this special assessment idea. But if you want the the community to be unified, that's the answer. The condo people can't stiff arm us because we're cleaning your catch basins right now. Okay, so... That's a, that was before you arrived. Okay, so following this issue, the reason that they also went for that, this was legally tested in Palm Beach. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure a bunch of, no, a bunch of cities stop, do special assessments. No, but this is important. Look, it was legally tested... It, the reason that it passed in Palm Beach is the way that they did it, which is why Kimberly Horn brought it here and made a suggestion because Kimberly the, Horn being the the, um, the consultant that was hired by the village, and you have to remember this: we're talking 1,100 houses. There are 200 houses, by the way, that are directly undergrounded or indirectly undergrounded. I'd like to say some. But is that the uh Sinesta folks? Uh, no, actually, it's different people. Oh, Grand Bay, Grand Bay. Nope. It's actually some people out here. One of my girlfriends actually is is undergrounded. Um, she said to me, look, I don't want to, I want a special assessment. I don't want to pay for my neighbors. So. Yeah, that keeps the community uh, divided. Not divided. So here's the thing. No, but I don't look at it like that. I mean, that's not a fair way to look at it. I think it's actually, much better to look at it like that this is about equity. This is what this issue is about. It's not about dividing the island. The opposite. If nobody's saying, I'm not going to spend any money to underground 1,100 houses. No one is saying that. We're still. Uh, no, yes. No, okay. No, we're not. But. No, we're not, because Here's a special okay, assessment but. means that I still have to pay. I have no issue with that. Okay, please please describe. You You really got to stop touching the microphone because in a car, that blows out someone's speaker, it's that not, noise. It's not on, I don't believe. You're, I'm hearing you loud and clear. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you just touch this, We're the and that's poop, 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 poop. <laughs> that's poop, poop, poop in a, in a car stereo. She's very, very bossy. I, <laughs> I remember... In, the, in this studio, poor Armando, he's learned that. Yeah, 
you could hear you could hear her there in the back if she wanted to speak. Anna could speak from back there. It would be picked up. And I, I don't have you guys close together because then there would be it's so sensitive. Oh. We're this far apart so that we're not echoing each other. I apologize. Now, also I can also make it uncomfortable for you in the headphone by going really loud. Ah, ah now you hear just fine. Yeah. yeah, see what I mean? So uh, electronically, remember, kind of 250 shows into this thing already, you know? It's, uh, this is not I, your first. Yeah, it's not my first rodeo. I'm not selling you, what do you call it, those home equity loans, okay? You have a, or really, go bonds. You should, you should have a council forum here. Well, remember the rule. If you're farther than this, now nah, they're not hearing you. No one's hearing me well. They're hearing me like a bad echo, like if Anna would be talking. You stay right in here in this number, everybody's hearing you flying. But if you touch this, those speakers in those cars are going pop, 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 two, ta. Sorry, folks. Sorry, Sorry folks. That. Same with an F-bomb, but then I take care of you this way. Pop. <laughs> you drop an F-bomb. You can say ship, like a ship hole, like Trump would say. He's probably going to say it tonight. You know? Imagine if he says that tonight. Well, anyway, that's a rabbit hole. Okay, so, on, so far I'm, I'm in disagreement with the special assessment, but... I have so, a little different take. Go ahead, go for it. Well, no, I, I just keep thinking maybe there could be some kind of compromise so that we don't end up with this, you know, real divide. I mean, and the, 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 the counter to that, people say, well, what about beach renourishment? You know, that's going to benefit the condos more than the houses. So, come on, let's, there's got to be some kind of a trade-off here. So I keep thinking. Well, that there, there. I think the the, the argument's not, not not very strong because unless we can find a study that the houses use the beach less than a condo, visually, you guys definitely, if you're in a condo, you look down, you see a more beautiful beach because it's wider. But I would say that the houses have more children than condos, and therefore more likely to use the beach at a more repetitious rate. You haven't been to my condo lately. It's uh, filled with children. Oh, I know. <laughs> Things I, have changed. Remember, my timing was excellent fighting for school because I knew the community was going child. <laughs> I saw that before everybody. <laughs> I, yeah, that, uh, we would become the the child. All of us, the adults included, was going to start acting very adolescent, and I started, and I realized that. We were all little kids. By 2009, I was already on top of that stuff. So I, I fully hear that. I, it's kind of hard. You know, I think my case is the best one. The commerce is on this side, folks. Pony up. It's your stores, too. And the hardware store, we often operate in the black. All the village services are on the west side. Yeah. So just go bond us and i think it would cost us all less than a thousand bucks a house a resident per resident it would be per hundred thousand a hundred okay it would be dollars per thousand in assessment correct okay then maybe when you I go joe think... bond when you do the numbers it becomes a millage a millage number right or no am i wrong so many have a question for you if, if undergrounding was behind this and that's the goal why isn't that in the language of this referendum and why is well the that's price tag there? that that's where we're both on the same page. The whole idea of, of a blind $100 million thing right. is a blank check whether these people want to deny it or not. Right. I'm not. I mean, I want this to die. But I'm offering you guys as the slate, let the people know, assume that all three of you got elected and you're sitting on the board and we're moving forward because the bond died. The, the vote was, you guys are in because everybody said no to it and you guys represent the no. Therefore, I'm assuming that if you say no to the bond, the no... Candidates also got in. Right. Then we go back to the drawing board. We build consensus with the community, exactly. and we start fresh, and we have transparency. We have the proper process. We have buy-in from everyone. Everyone has the same access to information. And as a community, we go forward. And as a community, we embrace this. Again, proper funding mechanism, ill-timed, ill-conceived. I'm, I'm stealing the Well, actually, it was a blessing no, in disguise. No, I think I'm this mistake actually got everybody no, that's your paying attention next time around. <laughs> you know, when the study was being done, I think too, too little amount of people. How, how large was the studies group? Because I don't know. I, it was a fairly large group. Are you talking about the undergrounding? Yeah, group? when they studied it, yes. I'm not sure because I was not on it. So. Yeah. Yeah. How many people were on it? How many Kiva scanners? Uh, let's see. Mike Bracken, Michelle Estes. Sorry, I'm saying their names. Servando Parapar was on near the end of it. Yeah, okay. Billy Kimball, but he moved to Los Angeles. Um, who am I? Oh, John Ellisberg. Ignacio and uh, Ignacio, Mike Brett Moss, so Mike Davey. Yeah, you can see how large, you can see yeah. how consensus was not easy. <laughs> 
No, but you know what? That that's what I like about that task force. It it was uh, it enough was a, people. Yeah, it was appointed by uh, the former council with Mayor uh, Lindsay, and they worked really well together. But they also had great mm. guidance, I think, from um, consultants. The consultants who we we paid about five hundred thousand for, but I think we paid them up to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So what? What people should be pissed off about is I'm we pissed pay, off about that. Okay, we paid for them. They came up with this great study. We all show up at the council meeting that night there, you know, to, to go forward. And then the council says, oh, nope, we don't want to listen to you. And I got up and I said, well, why can't we have a referendum? No, no government by referendum. But guess what? You We're made that point. Again. You made that point. I the know first... because it irritates no, me. No, I think you're right on the money there. <laughs> so if everybody in, in Keepers Gains irritated, vote no to this bond because we went through this last year. I mean, it's a complete disrespect and now, of our community. And now it's probably twenty-two million. Another two million went up these last two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? It's just, com- just to punish us. <laughs> it's, it's been two years, so it probably went up another million a year. Because these contractors are, are they're hilarious people. They always have the right. You would know this. <laughs> that with, with the technology, everybody can say the technology improved from the time we originally quote you. Don't you want better stuff? And boom, two million dollar pad. You guys are rich people. You can pay for it, and that's the problem. That happens. You guys would solve a lot of problems if if we admit, because I I venture to say, being here as long as I've been here, I venture to say, there's. A group of people that are not so crazy about saying yes to the go bond because they know it's wrong, ethically, immorally, wrong to blank check any community like this. But if someone would come out and say, hey, man, we're going to go go bond on one project per project and we're coming back to you. And guess what? We're not doing special assessment. We're going to pay for it as a city with a bond. And you'll see it on your real estate tax at the end of the year. You'll see it on your tax bill. And it'll be a much lower number. Guess what? It's likely to happen. I believe that after the task force got done, and that's why I asked why it's, it was so large, because I kind of knew the number was going to be big. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if it was 7, 12, 15, whatever, that nobody came up with sticking to their guns, digging in their heels. We're all paying for this. And look, it went to special assessment. That puts one group of community members more at a disadvantage for something that really wasn't their job. I mean, they moved to the key already with these poles in the ground. And everybody knows what a nightmare is because we just experienced it here on the radio. The power just went out right in front of us live on TV. For the folks who are out there, we lost live stream. I lost my antenna for, I think it was, I was counting. When you guys were talking, it was over 45 seconds and nobody heard anything. Three times in one afternoon. And during this show. So it's three times today, one live on the radio. And if this were an emergency moment and I'm here because there was a murder on Kiva Scan and I'm sitting here, look out for, you know, a red Kia with uh, t- uh, New York tags, you might not have heard it. And you couldn't report that you just saw that car leave the key because that's the station is for that. Oh. Plus, I have a storm by federal law because this is an FCC facility. Uh, the federal government can in- interrupt this station whenever it wants if there is a child abducted or... It's called a digital alert system. And I've talked here before, and all of a sudden, bah, 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 and I'm, oh my God, they did, the federal government took over the studio. So that's called a Biden alert. The Biden alert. Oh <laughs> no, rabbit hole time. <laughs> well, we've got nine minutes left because the debate will start at seven. And I promise you guys that we would be talking about 45 minutes unless we turn on the radio, turn off the radio, turn up the volume, and we just, everybody in, South Florida gets to watch the debate as we see fit. You know, we can do that too. You're free to change the station. So, Betty, after everything I've said, you think I've changed the slate's minds at all or no? No way. They still Oh, won. they're dead set. They're pretty much in, you know, you, have, have you, their, They believe their, in special assessment. I theory. think so. I think so. And I, and I really would hope for more of a compromise situation myself. Because you lived in an... I've, I've done both. Yes. I lived a long, long time in a house. And now, On the water, which is a huge assessment for you. Yes. Because you have yeah. more distance from the street to your house. That's another issue. Many of these lots are very far away from the street. I remember I was in a cruddy little matchbox mackle <laughs> from 1996 to 2014. I lived there 18 years. And my utility hookup for the sewer prompted me to sell because I had to double the distance from my home. The old, the old mackle <laughs> was farther because I was on Harbor Drive, so I had a longer distance to Harbor than a 7,500 square foot lot. 
it went from what was costing seventy four hundred dollars to eight thousand dollars for a mackle. I was a mackle, but it was costing me eighteen thousand to hook up to the Harbor Drive because of more distance. Okay. We're we're talking a lot about undergrounding, but you forgot to mention we don't even know if we can. So we're Okay, in what in what respect? Listen, FPL has yet to say they will underground us. They are happy to harden us, but they haven't even put us on their project schedule. Yeah, and they're 20 years too and, late. And and wait, and Ed London says that he's going to keep trying. This little island is going to get that behemoth to get to underground us when it has made it clear it wasn't going to underground but us. But also, so just keep in mind, we're also, arguing here. But I'm just saying that we have we have a long ways to go, Key Biscayne. We're a good three years away from okay, even this project. Okay, but Luis Laredo also told us on the council, and I I went to validate what he said. You also have the governor, the governor Ron DeSantis, on your side, hammering FPNL and everybody in the state on all barrier islands because he wants them all underground. He doesn't want to be. He wants the big taxpayer to be able to pay real estate taxes and not go to court over not having power for three weeks at a time. And yeah. we have a lot of barrier islands in Florida. Yeah. So you have the governor on your side asking for the undergrounding as well. Now there's something that you guys. I, uh, I feel compelled to tell you, and it's a very interesting idea. And it's an opportunity to befriend Mr. Bruce Matheson. He wants them out of that property by Calusa. He doesn't want that footprint, that electrical footprint that's just south of the beach house. Betty would like that, the beach house. Oh, for sure. It's the right, it's the right <laughs> name to call the Stefano's property. Yeah, that's what, they that's, could that's eat. what we used to call it. It's the beach house, and it had great fried zucchini. Anyway, and uh, we used to eat it late at night. But uh, that's not all. Yeah, we could compel FPNL to buy the Stefanos property, move that electrical facility south, underground us, all in one big shmuel. Matheson would love us for the first time in thirty years. These real estate sellers, uh, probably get an over. They probably make the windfall. They probably get that overpriced they're asking for now for a property you have to leave the key to even use. You have to leave Go the key around. come back. I yeah. know. <laughs> and if you all are innovative as new council members, <clears throat> excuse me, new council members, you can suggest an agreement with Little Jiki Biscayne poning up that includes the Oasis, FPNL, State County, State of Florida, because DeSantis is already on to them. If FPNL uses us as the pygmy for all the barrier islands of State of Florida, look how we did it in Key Biscayne. Yeah. Underground us, we moved the station. That station doesn't need to be that huge footprint. And guess what you can do with that property that FPNL has now purchased in conjunction with the other uh, entities. Hold your hat, folks, because I suggested to you this on WhatsApp. Road, a road. <laughs> on Harbor Drive, that allows you to create a circle on Harbor and Crandon, eliminating all the traffic problems on this island. All of them go Manny away. Manny for mayor. Manny for mayor. Yeah, great idea. Yeah, me and my 50 <laughs> votes, and I get my mom from the graveyard to vote again. Okay, but if you can create a circle on Harbor and Crandon, great idea. Because you took down that light. Why? Because the people on Harbor are now leaving. You guys, have you been to the uh, Dolphin Stadium lately? No. No. The owner of the Dolphins did this exact thing I'm imagining. For us to walk underneath a bridge, and uh, from the street, it looks like a street-level road. But we walk down and go underneath the cars from the back parking lots on the east side of the stadium, underneath the cars to go into our gates, physically, okay? You can imagine Harbor Drive being the, the people that are walking. I sh I'll show you the video that I created. I sent you guys the video. Nothing goes underground here because we got water underneath us. So it would be ground level. But since you have a circle now, you don't have the light on Harbor and Crandon. This is for you guys who are about to get elected, okay? This is an idea that you guys can present right away. After the circle on Harbor and Crandon, obviously it has to be a circle because people have to go to Ocean Village and have to go to <laughs> Commodore Club. So it has to be two-lane circle to leave the island now. Nobody stops anymore. <laughs> no 8 o'clock traffic jam, no 3 o'clock traffic jam from St. Agnes, from the KA Center, from the community church, because I got a video of 80 cars that I've counted in my golf cart with my phone, counting from the St. Agnes Circle all the way past the community church, line by line, by my mom, because all the kids were out at the same time. It was 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I 
Text it to everybody, and everybody attacked me. And there goes Manny thinking he's smarter than the rest of us. <laughs> Hello! Okay, so now if we do this, it's a big infrastructure project. I'm not saying it's cheap, but real estate values skyrocket. As soon as you leave the circle, you start rising above the, the street that's coming underneath you, and we see each other. Matheson has to cooperate because those, ro- those two roads, the roads that are around Calusa and to the sanitation, those roads stay the Harbor Drive goes down those roads, makes the loop, and now meets the people coming above together to leave the island. And the flow changes, all the traffic goes away, all the anti-development idiots that made my life miserable to build this building, and the school, and sending so many kids off the island to mass, and to the point where it's so ridiculous, now it has sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, so now that's overcrowded too. It's all a nightmare. And it all can be resolved if we get the anti-development people to stop complaining about the traffic because we solved the traffic problem. Wait, wait, I deserve, wait, where's my, where's my standing ovation? I lost my standing ovation. <laughs> <laughs> now you wait, now me. you're a traffic how many, engineer. How many, more, <laughs> how many more minutes do we have? After I took it all, you have none. What? Oh my God. Go ahead, make your closing statements or, you, I mean, come on, once once the man okay. starts, you're gonna wanna listen right, to it. Really? You said two hours. Yeah, you told me forever. No. <laughs> hey, I listen. just thought I'd throw that out okay, there. Okay, so I if, uh, I, if to the listeners out there, this is actually an important point. So uh, this is Louisa Conway, and I am gonna turn this around a little bit, because this is why I came, Mr. Campbell. Plus, the Oasis Mr. is closed, Campbell, okay? it is so my turn. So you can turn. buy the property, knock Mr. it down. Mr. Campbell, I'm now gonna speak. To everyone that's out there, one of the reasons I wanted to show up here tonight is for the things that, the divisiveness that I've been seeing in the village. And before we close out, I think it's really important that myself, Jennifer, and Amando speak to this. A lot of you need to get out and you need to vote. Um, because I've been looking at the numbers. We have about 8,000 voters on the island. We need 6,000 of you, 5,000 of you to get out there and vote. And I think that a lot of people are still considering the candidates. I don't know so much about the issues, but definitely considering the candidates. And I know that people have been getting some really divisive type communications about myself, Jennifer, and Amanda. But I'm going to speak about me right now. And I just wanted everybody to know I am not going to engage in this type of divisive behavior. It is not who we are as Key Biscayne. We've got to respect the process, the electoral process. So I just wanted to make it clear to anybody out there, if you haven't heard from me, there's a reason for it. I'm not going to participate in that. But I can definitely tell you I love this island. I like the fact that we're very unified as a community. I raised my two kids here. I like the way that we as moms and dads, we help each other out. And I just spent time on the, on the curb right now, the honks, the support, the laughter, when Andy is out there on his megaphone and you folks are all cracking up with us, that's who we are. Not this divisive behavior that we've all just seen. So to everybody out there, you've got to pick the best candidates for the council. And for 18 months, we're going to need new people to run. Don't be scared. Step up and run. Because this island is worth fighting for. Amen. Guess what the next song is? Guess what the next song is? We After are, you guys speak. We, we are the champions. The next song. When we end this show, the next song is The Cars, My Best Friend's yeah. Girl. My Best Friend's Girl, Luisa. I know, I, I, okay, go ahead, Jennifer. No, You're I, my best friend's girl, too. Go for it. I want Jennifer to make the closing statement. I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to speak out, for participate, and to the people of Kibis Biscayne, um, thank you for putting up with my uh, signs and roadway noise, etc. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate all of the folks who have gone by and waved and honked and uh, showed their support. I look for uh, a couple of years, a few, few years of service to the island if you vote for me, and, and I thank you in advance for doing so. But the person who needs to close this out is Jennifer Allegra, who's got um, a real heartfelt message for you. <laughs> pressure. That's a lot of pressure, Armando. <laughs> Manny, thank you again for giving us this great opportunity. It's always fun coming. Mac on the pebble today, because I've, I've had a couple of fumbles. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but it was still enjoyable. I'm taking that heat for you guys, FPNL, because you, you set me up. <laughs> But thank you. We, we always have a great time when we come here. Hopefully we can do it again.
Um, I just want to say, you know, with the divisiveness and with the nastiness, um, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, I have made such great friends running for office. I've met some amazing people. Um, I was just introduced last night to the head of the Kiteboarding Association. So it's, it's amazing that, you know, it takes a village. And it might not be this election to break the status quo, but, you know, it's it's multi-generational. It's, it's Betty. It's, you know, people that are 18 years old. It's people that are 30 years old. It's people from houses. It's people from condos. So I have to say win or lose, and I don't want to be a defeatist. It was such an amazing experience. Um, I'm so fortunate to get to meet all these wonderful people in Key Biscayne. And, uh, you know, if I win, I'm going to fight for them. And um, if I lose, maybe I'll come back in two years and fight even harder. <laughs> that sounds kind of Joe Biden-ish. <laughs> well, I, got, I just have to... The guy got 2% of the vote his whole career, and he's still in the game. And he, I think he's going to get 2% plus Kamara's 2%, so they're going to get like 4% of the vote, and that's it. Did I say I liked your show? No. <laughs> Did I say eight Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, now, uh, uh, our clothing from our founding mother. That's no. right. No, I really... Really, I've never been on a radio show before. This is a new adventure, and that's it's very that's cool. been so much fun, and it's really cool. And, yeah. and you're you're great to do this, and yeah, uh, make uh, us all you. feel relaxed. And fun. I don't know how I learned to do it, but I just did it. Well, you're good at it. You're good at it. I think it's I think what radio does for people who don't want, won't shut up makes them look good. <laughs> all right, we need a moment now for our mother well, of Key No, I just want to say that. One of the best things that's happened is we have 10 candidates running for office. And that makes me very, very happy because it means that people are watching. And it also, I think, I mean, I know it makes people realize that we do need change. I feel we really desperately need change. The residents that I talk to, and I really do talk to quite a few, I would say the consensus is that this council's really broken. Mm. And <clears throat> when we have our mayor verbally uh, criticizing our village manager on a... Who a, was just hired. Yeah, I, I just feel that's unacceptable. Unacceptable behavior and very disrespectful. And, and it really, truly hurts me as one of the founders that I've always worked so hard for good government. And, and, and what's really, uh, what, uh, what I find very personal to that, and I'm in 100% agreement, my sentiments were loud and clear with her when she was here to say goodbye to us, is that Think of how tough she had it. First of all, her age. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing worse than having people 20 years older than you who are really rude. And they are the existing council that did not hire you. The previous council hired you. And the previous manager left under dark circumstances. And she said that the data was denied her to prepare for the next year's budget. She was having to look for stuff. She had no data given to her. It's very, nothing. It's very sad because... We're too affluent to be caught up in that kind of mediocrity. Yep, exactly. And that has to do with many years of watching it slowly go down the hill. And it's because of people's egos. Uh, people don't realize that uh, I don't. I never was fond of the the nonpartisan thing. You have to be in the county where all where th the largest three groups, the largest vote getters get in, which is going to be an issue now with 10 candidates. Uh, I remember my father proposing, you know, actual districts. I think you remember that where. Residents right, we vote. talked about that. Yeah. Yes, we did. And decided to go general so they wouldn't be personal because you know, we were a divisive community. People don't realize the incorporation passed by what? Seven? 531 votes. Yeah. I just looked that up today. And it was all, they were mostly houses. Right? Yeah, it was they were day. then because, it, yeah, that's where because the, the population condos were was. Because the condos were against incorporation. They were the, large, the largest contingent. And I believe the two precincts were basically uh, tied in terms of yes and no. And the houses came in. Came in and that and did won, it. won the incorporation. Yeah. So that's stuff that her and I can reminisce about. Me being the young cat, I actually remember those things. <laughs> could you guys but, have a show about that? That would be so interesting. The history, could... the history of Key Biscayne was probably one of the finest displays of democracy. It was wonderful. Because it was we wonderful. were we were affluent in terms of intelligence and considerable amount of wealth, but we knew we had to be free. Yeah. And we knew the county was abusing us. And the, the the metro police officers were driving around here not very not very often you know they kind of treated us bizarrely, and we were taking on the heart attacks the the problems on the beach and all that stuff, and we were living like the vida loca which we kind of liked being the anomaly in some bizarre way because there was a certain amount of privacy out here that was very cool, 
that you know we well nobody, they used to think it was a weekend escapes let's face it that's yeah. <laughs> the people from in town yeah came for the weekend yeah, they, they came out here and they realized that we were dignified and cool because presidents had hung out here kennedy and nixon handed over power here right. and it was pretty cool yeah. and then you had celebrities showing up here and i remember uh the year i was a uh a lifeguard at Key Biscayne Hotel and Villas, we had the Miss America pageants here, so they were all staying at the hotel. And I was hoping for mouth-to-mouth resuscitation, somebody would drown. <laughs> but nobody would drown in the pool. So, uh, And it's funny, I was the only lifeguard with a, with, with a cat, with a cast on. And guess what? Go ahead, Betty, because Luisa says so. <laughs> no, well, I wanted to go back to the point I was trying to make. That, that... She's going to steal the mayor's gavel. Watch. <laughs> You're going to get on the dice and take Davy's gavel, aren't you? You're going to take the gavel and start swinging it. Right, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that all this time that we've spent now on this bond with our, our staff, think of the amount of money we've had to, our staff's had to prepare all the programming, all the, quote, education. And there's so many other things that I wish that this council had been concentrating on. One thing that really bothers me is 530 Crandon one of the most pristine, beautiful uh, pieces of property on our key. You drive by there, you talk about raising property values. If you had the beautiful park that has been planned for, I don't know, at least six months, we've had the plans, we have the money, but this council could not agree on a contractor. I mean, come on, this is <laughs> this is real life. And uh, that, that just really, really bothers me that they haven't they, they spend all this time now planning how many on this. years how many years did they have dumpsters parked there yeah i know i know and that's that's it's prime right on on crandon boulevard uh and look at bear cut look at our bridge to me let's spend some time worrying about our our causeway it is our lifeline we've seen what's happened in the emergencies we've had and how dependent we are but is anybody spending any time negotiating with the county with the city to see what's going to happen. Bearcut Bridge is old. It's in bad repair. It could go any time. And I just wish Stuff, that they'd get the their... Especially the southern portion of it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it just upsets me that I feel like this council just... There's little consensus. It, it's been too much back and forth arguing. And I feel like well, guess having what? these new candidates... And, of course, these three happen to be my favorites. I think they're so... <laughs> Forward looking, and uh, you know that they, they were tiddling their fingers waiting for your closing I know, statement. I know, I know. Day, day one, we're gonna we're gonna put a plan called Warp Speed, and we're gonna put on that plan every single project that we need on an urgent basis, ahead of all the other insanity that has been going on in the past. And Stephen, yeah. and by the way, Stephen Bovo was in the studio running for mayor of the county, and I proposed to, would you guys sell us Rickenbacker? And I'm thinking, you know, if that $100 million bond passes, <laughs> we can, bag we can all these stupid ideas and then just spend $100 million on the toll. And guess what? We control development forever. There'll never be a city on Virginia Key. Well, it's got creative thoughts for sure. <laughs> and it can be done because uh, they steal the money from Rickenbacker to pay exactly. for Venetian They Causeway. do. That's exactly. absolutely true. They, they don't take give, the They tolls. don't give it back to us. I know. And if we own the causeway, we can force Miami-Dade fire department to take care of the heart attacks on on the causeway because we own the causeway. So we get, if it was 100 million, I'd say let's do it. Yeah, that's a big that's a big what if. I don't think but I, I would buy it for 100 million. I just don't think. Imagine you own the causeway, you control development. That's better than owning bear cut. What about creating a, a administrative unit to buy the causeway? Uh that's that's been better about on this island. You'd be surprised um that our mayor knows a little bit more than he's saying. Because yeah. he thinks it's too ludicrous of an idea. But it's been proposed, and it gave me enough. Uh, I know because I probably, again, mouthing off, was the first to talk about it. And I spoke to the right people in the county because I know the right people in the county. I think it's pretty demonstrative that I've been able to do that. So I posed it to Bovo, and he said, you know what? That's not an impossibility because I know it, it's a drain for us. Well, that's the way Miami Airport operates. They have their own... Entity. Taxing district. Taxing district, yeah. Okay, Betty, you want to close it out? No, I'm just, no, no. Well, I'm going to go straight to music. As okay, soon as no, but goodbye. anyway, we live in a wonderful place, and we're, we're, we're thrilled, actually, with all we've accomplished, and uh, the best to everybody. <laughs> uh, Luisa, would you like to say goodbye? 
Okay. So to keep us gain, get out and vote. Please get out and vote and vote for new leadership. And to everybody that's uh, been supportive of the four candidates against the bond, thank you. And total respect to everyone. Power to the people. Close us out. <laughs> Jennifer? Um, I just want to thank Betty so much uh, for creating the charter and Luis Laredo and your dad, Manny. Um, it's always- and Ed Sawyer and yeah. Michael... Um, um, Paul Ofsai. Uh, uh, oh, my God. I just was looking at it. Sorry, him. Mike, but you you know, you know left us a long time ago. <laughs> he moved, and I uh, forgot it. <laughs> uh, it's, but we're, we're running to preserve it and make it better, and we all love Key Biscayne. And, Andy, keep up with your megaphone. We love it. <laughs> Mr. Ciappelli. Just, again, thank you. It's been a great, a great race with a great bunch of people, and I'm honored particularly to be in the company of Miss Syme, Betty Syme, who's one of the pillars of our community. And our grandkids play in the NFL. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. That's they, true. They and their son-in-law... Wait, 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 wait. wait. And their son-in-law's won a Super Bowl? They don't, want, they don't play in the We're NFL. We're talking all-star genes they here. They don't play in the NFL. They own the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, that, that's the end of our show. It's uh, wonderful to be able to uh, talk and share ideas and laugh and, and, and be happy people because, in, in fact, we live in the greatest place. That's right. In the greatest city. That's right. So For take, sure. Take care, my friends. Good night. Stay free. Okay. WSQF Blink Radio. <laughs>